Met Gala 2022 update. I can I can cut out whatever we need to cut no, out, but it's no. hilarious that I started recording and where I'm like, no, I let's it, get it, to it because all the juicy stuff is coming out in the pre-calls. It, no, it's <laughs> it's okay. I am still lusting after Sebastian Stan and that that flamingo neon pink. Good God. Okay, so like that just uh concubine pink <laughs> the island that's maybe a horrible word maybe i back that one up um but that just that that lusty pink that bright pink that pink that makes you want to just turn <laughs> like that meme of the boyfriend turning around to look at the other girl <laughs> that's that pink <laughs> and I, I i particularly love uh that uh, glenn close also wore this shade last night unexpectedly um and they look like they should have come together. But I love that this this hyper-masculine matinee hero actor, superhero, winter soldier, just played Tommy Lee with a talking penis. I love that he is normalizing a masculine man wearing brilliant bright pink. It's, it's a return to um, simpler times before the department stores decided what color matched which gender. And I, right. for one, am all for it. Well, and in our little pre-call, I was like, oh, it's Valentino. I bet that fabric was great to Lush. work with. I love Valentino fabrics. Yeah, so Valentino <laughs> does some amazing fabrics or gets amazing fabrics. I don't know that they produce their own, but they certainly have somebody doing procurement at a very high level. They do. They do. And when my um, mentor Judy was alive, I mean, that's where I got my Valentino fabrics from. Um, that I worked with in some of my like very limited <laughs> edition pieces because a lot of times they were fragments off of the floor um, and who knows how Judy got them, but you know, I'm glad she did. And I'm glad she let me create with them because they were fun. <laughs> right, right. Oh. Uh, so obviously we're going to be talking about um, the Met Gala from uh, last night because that's a pretty big fashion deal here in the U.S. Yeah, you know, um, uh, are, they, are they doing fashion night out this year, I wonder? Uh, I, I think that the Met Gala is actually the couture version of fashion night out or fashion's night out um, where, where we can expect to see a, a sort of list of who's who wearing what's what and who made um and, and you know everyone wants to talk about the hits and misses and i i i have a hard time with that you know we were we were discussing earlier the much guilt little guilt uh, uh very funny uh, ma'am the spelling g-i-l-t which was the theme guilt armor and guilt as in oh the new york yeah. times yeah uh, I, I i really have a hard time with best and worst because um I, I don't like to make people's sartorial choices so fucking important, number one. Number two, I think that very often what, get, what gets called the worst is just incredibly avant-garde or misunderstood. And in fact, is often the most brilliant statement on a red carpet. So I have a hard time with that. I, and I was suggesting to you earlier, Megan, that, that we, should, we should look at silly, not silly. Because sometimes, sometimes people just just hit the silly line, and and I don't think it's bad, but I think it's just silly, and I can't take it too seriously. But no, no uh, aspersion on them for choosing to be silly and whimsical. So, what was your favorite last night? Um. Oh gosh, I I really have to say that one of my favorite looks from last night. Um. Oh gosh! Really, just one. <laughs> oh, right, right. right. Um, no, I'm I'm making it hard. I know. Um, I I really liked the fact that Lizzo came out with an instrument with this gilded look, um, and just I don't know. It was like um. You know, as a fluffy human being, and we talk about that um, in one of our subsequent episodes, that it's nice to see somebody out there in audacious um, adornment. 
um, after spending so much of my life um, wanting to be the person not being seen or heard or don't make it too big of a fuss and, you know, don't call yourself out, um, that I like the, um, the bigger-than-life personality that goes with all that. And, you know, and so I, I would have to say that's my favorite. Her silhouette uh, and her build reminded me of Aretha at her most fabulous, Aretha. Franklin, uh, also from Detroit, um, had those amazing, massive coats that she would wear out on the stage and they would trail behind her. And, and Lizzo is definitely uh, uh, evoking that. Um, I thought she was brilliant. I love the corseting. I love the styling. I love, I, I just love that Lizzo is uh, so body positive and no one is going to shame Lizzo into a fucking corner ever. And good for you, girl. Mm -hmm. Good for you. As a fellow fat Detroiter, good for you, honey. Right. Right. Can I tell you my, my least favorite look? I, I'm wondering if we're going to have the same least favorite look. Go, But go ahead. <laughs> so, and my least favorite look isn't anything to do with um, the human in it. It has more to do with what the stylist allowed out. Uh -huh. And so for me, it was Nicki Minaj because she is this powerful personality and she spent half the night trying to cover up her boobs because she was afraid she was going to pop out. Uh -huh. And so I think it was not my favorite because I, I like seeing her come from a different place of power. I really enjoy watching her shake things up. I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to agree that, that she looked uncomfortable. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to agree that, that there was some work for her in that outfit. But I will tell you, Nikki didn't get talked into anything by anybody. Um, her stylist is not, she's, she's not, she's not, she's not a, a, a soft touch. Uh, if Nikki felt uncomfortable with this, she wouldn't have worn it. And she may have been the one that, wanted it this low so uh, maybe up when she was doing like um entry interviews she was like um you know I'm, I'm afraid i'm gonna pop out of this and she's holding her hands over and i'm like oh there are so many things that could have been done to that to give her confidence right but you know for the hours that they were gonna be there Nicki minaj uh focusing and talking about and holding her boobs in public really that unusual She's smart. No. I mean, today there are headlines all over page six style mm -hmm. all over uh, the, the uh, about Nicki Minaj's boobs. And that is something mm -hmm. that maybe Nicki Minaj is not embarrassed about. And she shouldn't be. She's gorgeous. But I, I agree. I mean, well, they should have they should have I like boobs. they should have. Um, and they her her team, her stylist, whoever made this uh, this uh, outfit loved the boots, by the way, um, they they probably should have mm -hmm. taken into consideration that she she if she's going to do this breast half exposed look it should have had some serious infrastructure in there to hold that in place no matter what she did uh mm -hmm. so yeah i i don't know i don't know i don't hate the look i just i agree with you that it was unfortunate that um it was not able to just be worn without uh fear yeah and she has that personality of like you know, just F it and we're going to go with it no matter what it does. But it did not come across that way no, um, last no. night for me. And so that's that's why it's not my favorite. So I, I agree with you with this um, not liking the best worst thing. <laughs> my least favorite of the night was uh, worn by Mayor Eric Adams. I thought that his wife or his female companion, I'm assuming it's his wife, that should not be me, um, I thought that she looked lovely. I thought that his tuxedo was lovely. I thought that him um, politicizing his work to get one gun off the street of New York during a rash of shootings that that has seen uh, violent crime and murder increase like 33% was ill-timed. I, I thought that whomever did the paint work on that panel um, did a lovely job, but whoever then created the um the tuxedo out of it did a poor job of of choice of tuxedo cut because it caused the beautiful artwork to 
sort of meld into each other and look like a mismatch pattern. I just thought it was distasteful. Like, buddy, this is not the place to to shine the light on your your policy that has actually only succeeded in getting literally one gun off the street of New York. Um, I thought that that was just distasteful and unfortunate. I wish that he had just done the African panel, the African inspired panel and left the end gun violence, uh, guns, no gun, anti-gun symbol off. That was unfortunate. And I'm very anti-gun, but this was not the place for it. And it was just so cheap. And that's unfortunate. Well, and I think that no one is ready to have the conversation about the portion of our governing documents that say a, you know, a well-formed militia and nobody's formed this. Yeah, no, there, there is no militia. <laughs> you know, and so one, nobody's right? ready to talk about that part of it. And so until, you know, both sides are harping on the, you know, gun violence um, in the United States is, is terrible, yes, but nobody's willing to have um, the extended conversation other than like, let's end it. It's, it's a whole lot no, like no, thoughts and I, prayers. I think that we're willing to have it. I just think that the gun industry pays far more money than than the average uh, American can pay to have their voice heard. I think that we oh. talk about this all the time. We know that there's no well-formed militia. We know that there are, there are more guns in America than people in America. Who mm -hmm. the, what, what? And no. honestly, if, if you're honestly, and not to get, well, okay, we're going to get a little, if you have guns because you think that the American government is going to try to take over the country that they are already in charge of, if you think the military is coming for you, do you really think that your stupid little guns are going to stop the U.S. military? Please, people, let's stop, I, you know, you know, we both know children, you have children. I am terrified of the day so uh, and i'm going to end it there because i won't even put that into uh into the universe but i am i am terrified of the day um mm -hmm. that either of us may have to face that okay on to one of my favorite pieces and it's interesting that that it, this is also uh uh full of symbology right i loved mm -hmm. alicia keys and ralph lauren i loved her beautiful cape that had the the classic New York skyline done up on it in rhinestones. I loved everything about that. Yeah, it was pretty spectacular. Um, and I, I definitely think it was probably the most shining moment, um, literally, figuratively, for um, that gala. I think it really, really spoke the language of Gilded Glamour, which was the theme this year. Yeah, I, 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 um, you know, sometimes people just don't bother with the theme as much as I loved uh, the hunky, beautiful, kind, my husband, but he doesn't know yet, Sebastian Stan. <laughs> In pink, I'm like, well, you know, you made a statement and that's all good, but I, I, I would, why didn't you do pink metal? I, mm -hmm. I was, it was unfortunate how many people last night did not play with the theme. Um, and, and, and one of my other favorite pieces was Vanessa Hudgens in uh, her sheer beauty. I, and she was styled mm -hmm. beautifully. She was sheer. Uh, I thought it was gorgeous. But but the better version of that was worn by uh, Precious Lee, who had the sheer and had the corset and had that wonderful headdress. But the bottom of her gown uh, from like her hips down uh, starts with uh, paillettes or paillettes, depending on where you're from. And, and 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 ends with uh, payettes that are the size of CDs. It is phenomenal. And she's also a full figure girl who who was showing the curves. I loved it. Mm -hmm. I thought that uh, of the sheer dresses that we saw last night, I think uh, Phoebe Devonor also wore one. I noted, and it was lovely and beaded. And I, I and I thought that they were all gorgeous. You know me in black lace and black sheer. I, it's my thing. But I thought that um, uh, uh, preciously was the most uh, on bleak with her look. Absolutely. And, and especially like, you know, in this post COVID fashion world, I think that it was really just very on point, you know, head covering glove, you know, gloved hands. And so um, modern. I mean, yes, it's evocative mm -hmm. of the fact that we've all come through this plague, but so 
also future leaning. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And and the corset fits great, yeah, course, and you know, the, you know, I'm happy with that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, and I, uh, we look at these things not just for the wow factor. I know we look at them for construction and 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 uh, fabric choice and fit. And I I I uh, I have just pulled up some additional pictures of um, Questlove's Xenia suit, and I have to agree with you that while the silhouette was beautiful, and while he cut a striking figure and while this was an incredibly smart um uh variation of men's formal wear who sent this beautifully talented man out in a collar that was pillowing it's so much bulk in that collar i don't i don't know i and I know we talked about this before, and uh, I sent messages to other fashion friends last night. I'm like, ah, what's going on with the collar? Don't do this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's unfortunate that I, it looks like they just didn't have the time or take the time uh, to do the stitching internally that that could have prevented this from pillowing out, or they. Um, you know, he he may have chosen, he may have chosen late. They may have had to have made changes, but yeah, the the pillowing of the collar is unfortunate. I and it also looks like the collar is miscut. Well, and I would like if it's if it's a design element, let's let's let it look intentional because from a trained eye. Um, you know, the silhouette is very compelling, but then my eye gets super, super distracted by whatever is being said <laughs> or, and the rest of the garment. As soon as I, you know, I can start picking apart something that looks out of norm for me. Well, you know, I, I have now got a very close up of this and I can tell you that this, this is a bespoke suit and they did not uh, stitch around the lapels and collar and uh, up and down the coat. So somebody uh either ask for a soft collar uh or uh doesn't like hand-picked bespoke suits or didn't have the time but this was unfortunate because the silhouette was brilliant i would wear that suit mm-hmm. i think that that suit mm-hmm. is is absolutely lovely yeah <laughs> although i hated his shoes <laughs> okay let's talk about can't, um can't have it all. Can't have let's it all. talk about um billy alish what did you think mm-hmm. of her ensemble? Okay, so she's wearing Gucci, right? Mm-hmm. And from what she was saying backstage, that I guess maybe they did some modifications to um, this gar- this existing garment in the collection. And my assumption is that it's her signature green, you know, kind of that cyanide green or arsenic green, arsenic. That's it, uh, arsenic green. Old green. <laughs> um, in her um, sleeves on the lace um, sleeves because her hair was completely black. Um, And I think that she's growing into this older body um, and this more mature body. But at the same time, I saw a lot of, you know, this playful young girl getting to play dress up. And so, you know, coming from, you know, the vision of gilded glamor being, you know, dressing up in, um, princess clothing i mean that's pretty paramount right there (laughs) i thought that she looked lovely i thought that the creamy cool color choices with her creamy skin was beautiful i love that she's embracing her body uh, you know having gone from oversized t-shirts and and sweatpants uh to hide the contours of her body to being not only comfortable in it but to wear something that's corseted and pushing her bosom up i i thought the one misstep was the flower uh at her at her decolletage line i i just that distracted me all night long i thought that that was unfortunate but i i thought that her silhouette was lovely i thought that her makeup was impeccable her stylist deserves uh, a raise today i loved the addition of the sleeves and the over the thumb um i thought that that was all quite lovely although i would have stiffened um i would have stiffened the edges of that so it wasn't curling back on her hands quite so much Hmm. that's just me yeah, I probably feel similarly about the flower. It would have really been lovely 
um, like in her hair and maybe trailing back with her um, hair, but like uh, you know above that that mm-hmm. that that, uh, yeah. that uh, bush. But this was just it was it seemed unfortunate to me. Um, but she was lovely, and I always enjoy watching her. But I could definitely tell putting her hands to her hips as um, and her sides as much as she did that she was definitely laced in to some type of compression or body modification corsetry to be able to fit into that garment and um there's not much dancing to be had in that i mean you start your ribs get bruised so there is pain in that kind of fashion for sure (laughs) um i thought a standout of the whole evening like you know because um, part of me is 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 the the twelve year old gay boy, um, um, not looking at Playboy, but looking at Vogue uh, as my source of excitement. Uh, part of me is still that twelve year old boy. So when I look at the Met Gala, it's always looking for the boom for the 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 absolutely fantastic moments. Blake Lively in Versace. Mm-hmm. I loved everything about that it was on theme it was lovely it was intricate it was uh, when she was strewn out across the stairwell um with that beautiful train looking like a uh you you know they used the cyan and the copper looking like she was sort of a burnished copper Uh, the gloves going from from the uh copper to the side it it was just Mm -hmm. amazing i wish that they had styled her hair a bit differently that would have looked so much yeah. better to me with either additional hair added or uh, an updo. But I loved everything about what she wore. Uh, I love those colors together. That carnelian and that um, chalk turquoise. Right. Um, for me, uh, you know, I start to resonate colors with um, stones and other things that I can touch. And um, it's easy for me to... Um, do different types of color matching when I'm out, when I'm, when I have like a stone idea um, like that in my brain space. And so I just, yeah, you're right. It it is just, it's kind of like um, gilded glamour meets metropolis. Right. right. It sort of evokes the statue of Liberty, both when it's corroded and when it's clean. I thought that Mm -hmm. it was a great choice. And it, it, for me, it was, it was one of the top, wow, you know, ba-boom moments of the night. Um, I also thought that Venus Williams and Chloe was so understated and so elegant and so businesslike that I would not have messed with Venus Williams last night. She was elegant and modern and sharp and, and presented as an African business mogul. She is gorgeous in that Chloe suit. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely gorgeous. So, um, I um, also kind of want to talk about, um, I kind of want to talk about uh, the elephant in the room <sighs> last night. Oh, can we, can, can, okay. Yeah. We, I, well, let's get there so that we can end on a, on a, on a, a slice of sugar bread. Mm-hmm. Cause there's, there's more good, but let's, let's talk about the, <laughs> And I love that we're calling it the elephant in the room. Um, I'm a little catty. Go ahead. Go ahead. So for me, (laughs) for me, um, it was really Kim Kardashian wearing Uh, Marilyn's dress. uh, uh, And just so many facets uh, to that right now uh that are just kind of gobsmacking yeah um yeah <laughs> i i can put a period there and let you talk while i feel yeah you know, <laughs> gross that that it was so publicized that she starved herself for two weeks to fit the dress uh her her propensity to tan or spray tan or tanning booth completely killed the entire point of that dress was that it, it, it should have looked nude. Um, and she certainly could have paled her skin up knowing that she was going to wear it. Um, she's done this before. 
several years ago with the nude illusion uh, and sparkle dress. So this isn't even groundbreaking. I think that she did this. That theory dress, right. right? I think it's it's just she's she's saying I am so spectacular that I get to wear American sex goddess's dress. And her bosoms didn't even fill it out. It looked ill-fitted. She looked uncomfortable. Her shoes were not right for the dress. She's obviously too short for the dress. Um, I just thought it was all unfortunate. I thought the whole thing was unfortunate. And if, if that was going to be brought out, it should probably have been worn by somebody that it fit. What was so astounding to me was as the video was panning towards the entry, my immediate bra designing brain was like, oh, that is a classic silhouette. What's going on with this? <laughs> and it gets closer and I'm like, oh, it's Kim. Oh, it's Kim. <laughs> and it gets closer and I realize the inner structure of that vintage silhouette that's built into that dress was collapsing because she didn't fit into it. I mean, like that dress was not made no. for her. And because of her insistency at, at what that she have this goal to set forth in front of millions of kids about cramming her body into a treasure, a, tech, a textile treasure of the United States. I'm like, um, so I like kind of to that end, um, our fashion friend Rachel wants to phone in later um and talk about it some more with us if you know uh, cool i would putting a period there for I now i would love that uh, okay. okay i'm gonna go and and talk about some other highlights for me okay i love jessica chastain in um her sunset boulevard ensemble of ruby and sparkle i thought that that was elegant i love Gigi hadid and the the over uh, uh matrix meets um pillow talk i loved her and ensemble i thought that uh, she just looked flawless. I loved, um, oh goodness, there were so many. I I was a little taken aback by what uh, Naomi Campbell wore until I really got a good look at it with the styling, and I thought that was incredibly smart of her. Kate Moss, understated, always elegant. Um, other standouts, Jeremy Scott and Megan Thee Stallion and Moschino. Uh, they both definitely uh, get high points for uh, being on theme. And I love that they showed up together. I thought that that was uh, pretty amazing. Um, being a, you know, a, a, a well-known designer and one of the muses that he works with. I thought that was lovely. Um, Jody Turner-Smith, I didn't catch who she was wearing, but I loved what she wore. The combination of beads and halter and beautiful black chocolate skin and coral uh, um, micro sunburst pleated uh, accoutrement I thought was lovely. I thought that uh, Mae Musk, Elon Musk's mother, who was a well-known model, I thought that her, uh, her garnet velvet frock was quite lovely. Um, anyone else that really stuck out? I loved how much Iris Van Herpen we saw on the runway last night. Winnie Harlow uh, worked her vitiligo and and Van Herpen mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. a an artistic crescendo. She looked like she stepped off of another planet, uh, which in the very best of ways. Uh, again, uh, precious Victoria Lee loved everything that she wore. Um, Bradley Cooper, I was so disappointed with Bradley Cooper last night. He looked like he went to a men's warehouse to rent that tuxedo, and he may have. I don't know. Hillary Clinton, I loved I, I loved the messaging mm -hmm. of her dress and the elegance of it. Uh, you did mention that somebody looked like they pooped on her cheeks. Well, you didn't say they pooped on her cheeks, but her uh, her her makeup artist definitely went a little heavy with the cheeks because it looks like she's just been hit with uh, brown powder. Uh, which too was, much contour. Too much. I, well, I it, I don't even know if that's contour because it's not contouring anything. It's just big brown cheeks. <laughs> Unfortunate. Uh, I loved what um, uh, Frederick Robertson. Uh, the the uh, artistic director that everyone thought was um, the actor boy. What was his name? Uh, you know, the pretty one that's in Morbius. Everyone thought that him and Her Van Herpen was uh, uh, Jared Leto, who dressed as the designer that he showed up with. I, I, he's always clever. Um, Glenn Close and Valentino, the pink Valentino suit with the beautiful 
Kay, I loved every bit of it. Gemma Chan really missed, unfortunately, because she's usually quite lovely. Sarah Jessica Parker and Christopher John Rogers, another wow standout moment. Mm-hmm. And I would like you do do you know what she would do? You remember what she wore last night? Uh, this is what your lingerie would look like if you took it into the uh, uh, um, past or or decided to do couture ball gowns. Uh, it's obviously a beautiful, uh, very large sort of uh, plaid uh, silk taffeta um, corset over skirt with beautiful train. Uh, and it looks like something that, that you would produce if you were doing this gown. It's beautifully Who done. is this again? Uh, Jessica Sarah Parker. And Christopher mm-hmm. John Rogers. The hat, the makeup, the gown, the way that the corset is cut uh, so that there's pattern matching in a two piece. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, it, wide tartan. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it looks like something that you would do. It does. Uh, this is this was my first thought. I'm like, wow, if Megan was doing ball gowns, this is what Megan would come up with. So bravo to her. Um, that's cute yeah it's very like I really like how they use the linear wide stripe in that how do you feel about Evan Mock and the corset that he wore and the very like just court jester trouser uh, you know um, let me pull up a picture of that just so that I mm-hmm. Evan Mock I, I, I remember I I um, I think that this had a lot of potential. I think that parts of this were amazing. I I felt that he was not comfortable. I felt that he was not comfortable. He looked un- and it, that may just be who he is. I'm not really familiar with him as a persona, um, but I I I loved the piece. I thought it had potential, but he never uh, embodied it to me. No, and and the corset is definitely not a um, body modification um, tightness at all. You can actually see movement right, um, right, throughout the right. upper portion of it. And so, you know, I think you're right. I think it's probably tighter than what um, they've ever worn before. Um, and I think that they probably could have rocked the trouser, the trouser pretty well. Um, and had a more confident um, something else on top. And and it doesn't read gilded. It reads like, I am here to entertain you. Well, you know, <laughs> this is this is silly, not silly. It, it was a bit silly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. One of the most understated of the evening, uh, although um, being that they arrived en masse, the, the cast of uh, the new Elvis biopic, uh, along with Priscilla Presley, all of them in Prada, Austin Butler. I mean, once I stopped looking at his beautiful face and mouth and and looked at just what an incredibly simple presentation he made in elegant black Prada, I was I was impressed with that entire arrival of that cast and Priscilla Presley. They they came in looking so elegant. Just so elegant. Oh. I really love that. I really, really love that. Did you like Janelle um uh, Monet wearing Ralph Lauren? And Delphine um, I am, I am pulling up many, many pictures. Yeah, there was um, a lot. There's a lot to look at. And I, I was able to watch a couple hours, but really it was, um, I, you know, kind of wanting to catch up a lot of this live, um, with you. Oh, there's Quest Love again. Oh, Thomas Doherty. Definitely not in like a um, gilded glamour. It's um, definitely more of, <laughs> I know that you're not a regular podcast listener the way that I am. I'm pretty obsessive about the things that I listen to. But right now on a lot of the podcasts that there is a um, Bridgerton um, like ad uh, a, and it's essentially saying, oh my gosh, all of these available gorgeous men of upper society and none of them have syphilis. <laughs> And that's just what my brain says when I look at Thomas Doherty and his Dior. <laughs> it's like, oh, he probably doesn't have syphilis. Are you, you, mate, you, you, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not really at all sure what to say about that. Oh well, you know, I, it I must hope be a that he does thing. not have <laughs> syphilis. <laughs> Uh, I, well, he definitely. I mean, it's definitely like a you know, it's such a dated look. 
that it definitely doesn't read gilded glamour. Neither neither does Cody Smith McPhee. No, no, um, no, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm loving red gloves, and I'm kind of vibing with that. But that definitely reads like American Psycho. <laughs> That's kind of appropriate for him. No, yes, yes. He, he's. Uh, he's a he's a wild card actor. I mean, you know, Sean Mendez showed up in Tommy Hilfiger, and I was actually mm-hmm. shocked that that was Tommy Hilfiger. Uh, they right. found some level of sophistication, and he looked lovely, but not on not on not on theme at all. Uh, and, you know, and and that always happens. Uh, Chloe Grace Mortez looked amazing wearing Louis Vuitton, and and the um, frock coat that she was sporting was on theme uh emma stone looked lovely but just faded into the um the crowd in her louis vuitton uh cocktail dress uh joe jonas and sophie turner both looked amazing a little a little a little odd but amazing they they made a striking couple last night Mm -hmm. uh both of them in black and white and and sophie turner sporting um some incredibly gothic makeup, not looking like a child actress anymore, and a, a very pregnant silhouette. Um, I liked Jack Harlow's choice. Uh, he, he wore Givenchy, a sort of chocolate brown Givenchy. He looked very sharp, but not on theme. Julianne Moore, yawn. Sorry, Tom Ford, it's a yawn. Um, Chloe Kim looked like she she's in a uh, uh, Jean Batista Valley Coacher dress, and it looks like she walked through a an exploding red chicken. It's silly. It's silly. This, this I read silly. Mr. Mark, oh, there's my husband and Valentino, Sebastian Stan in the pink. Um no. I'm looking at, at things that I Alicia Keys again, my goodness. Ralph Lauren uh, gave us what, what we expect from Ralph Lauren and then some. I Jen, Gemma Chan and Louis Vuitton. Bhutan, it's it's odd at best. It's supposed Mm -hmm. to be sort of period, but it it's odd. It it looks more like something that Carol Burnett wore in one of her skits than actual couture. And that's um, Alexa Chung was absolutely gorgeous, but again, sort of a yawn. Winnie, preciously. I've already, yeah, Cody. Mm-hmm. And you know, Cody in the red gloves. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to say those are. Uh, I think uh, Bottega Veneta. I think that somehow in that pair of jeans and those clunky boots and those red gloves, he made a more striking statement than half the men there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that yeah. statement is, but <laughs> but. He made it. <laughs> But he's there for it. You, well, you, okay, you, so I finally found the p- pictures of uh, Janelle. Okay, and I I love headpieces. I um, you've seen me wear yes, my headpieces. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. I think that putting the focus on the garment, putting the focus on the face and um, jewelry, all of those things, I love it. I absolutely love it. What I don't love, and this is, might be a little bit controversial, is I do not love Anna Wintour's look. I, was, uh, I wasn't going to say anything because it's Anna. Oh. And Anna is, um, I, I, I don't think not, her I, look is bad. I just don't think it's one of her best. I don't think it was as striking and as... Um, uh, sophisticated and and simplistically complex is what she usually wears. I think that it was it was not her best. That's all I'm willing to say because Anna might come and find me. <laughs> well, and I just you know I think that tiaras are wonderful um, as a cheeky thing, um, <laughs> but I like it. It is also the accessory within that that i that i don't think marries well with the garment chosen that's a family heirloom and i get all that but you know not uh, it's it's not a bad look it's just not one of her best now mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. that perhaps uh and i'm not going to say worst 
because I don't like that. But one of the silliest looks of 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 the evening to me, like I literally spit coffee, was Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker uh, wearing Tom Brown. I don't know what was going on with any of that. There were some interesting things that that Travis Barker was wearing. I liked the pleated bits and the tuxedo, but the the weird ace bandage portion of her two i mm. yeah that um that waistband yoke well, thing yeah, I, it, I just i mm. it was such a miss that it was um it was so it was silly well and it really didn't marry well with the um the blouse that was picked for that particular thing or and skin tone or it, it matched the curtain that she was yeah. sitting in front of um gwen stefani and vera wang the the uh wearing one of my favorite colors sort of an acid chartreuse i i i, I love that i color. love the color i thought the dress was quite lovely it but but um not on theme. However, much like uh, the the bright neon pinks we saw, I, I did love the pop of color. Um, Dove Cameron again and Iris Van Herpen, brilliant. Six hundred hours to make that ensemble. By the way, um, uh, Gigi Hadid and and uh, Versace, just lovely. Loved it. Can't say enough about it. What did you think of Conan Gray and Valentino? Let me go and look because everything is muddy in my brain. No, it's okay. There was a, there was a lot. There was a lot last night. Conan. Conan Gray. I had an uncle named Conan. If we had a boy, we would have had a boy named Conan. <clears throat> you still could. It could happen. Oh God, no! I'm almost fifty. Shush well, your mouth. No, girl. <laughs> I'm so that's, very that's, tired. That's normal. Uh, so. Yeah, I know. That's what they say now is very normal. I don't think that's would be normal for my body. So I really like um, the color choice with his complexion. Um, but I don't know. It's a it's 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 silly. It's not a head turner. It's not. I don't know. It's kind of like that episode in Seinfeld when they have the um, pirate blouse yeah, no, <laughs> they're trying to make it work you all know what of I mean? this is it reeks of i'm trying really hard to get attention and it just it's flaccid i i mm -hmm. individually the pieces are beautiful it's an interesting thing but but um the presentation was poor and lizzo by the way was also wearing tom brown we talked about lizzo hmm. earlier uh and this is tom brown when it works so um i i you know kara uh Tara Delvine, isn't that how you say that? Delvine? Anyway, she was in You're asking yeah. a girl from Texas right. wrong. Right, right. No, I, I, I'm embarrassed that I'm not saying her name correctly, I'm sure. But she was in Christian Dior, and it was a, a suit with a really interesting top. Very smart. Um, a lot of capes last night. Uh, Kid Cudi was in a Kenzo cape. Um of all the Kardashians, I thought that Chloe presented the best. She was in uh, Moschino. Beautiful gold beaded Moschino with this piled shoulder and black gloves. She she looked, and, she, and generally she does. I think generally Chloe is more put together and more truly unproduced beauty than the rest of her sisters. Yay. Well, and I think it's probably a, a thing that she does with, you know, distancing herself from. Right, right. Um, she you know, socially, um, social media, socially, <laughs> uh, there's, you know, and the rest of it's really none of our business. What happens behind uh, the scenes, right? Right. What did you think about Katy Perry and Oscar de la Renta? Uh, let me go and look. Uh, I want to talk about this one though. <clears throat> and I'm trying to find a, an attribute for it. So um, <clears throat> Katy Perry, hang on. Katie Perry met. <laughs> Thank you, Google. <clears throat> Not sponsored. <laughs> oh, I was literally just looking at that. I did um, and was looking such a small piece of um, an image. 
I really like the shape of it, um, overall shape of it, but I feel like, um, she's got a little bit of sideways boob happening <clears throat> towards the um, shoulderless side. Um, and you know, all of our bodies are changing, um, constantly. And so things that we could wear, um, before are not necessarily silhouettes that we can wear as our body ages. So that's my only complaint right there. You know, I really like the shape of it. Um, and it's interesting it's to look at. It's beautifully made. It's an, and, and, and some pictures she looks just stunning. And some of them, you're right. It looks like she's got a um, 50 year old ma'am hanging. Um, I thought that the only really poor style choice was the shoes. This would have they worked. They look like stripper shoes. They, they look, Am I wrong? They look like well, no, stripper shoes would have a bigger platform. But yeah, they're basically a strip, a, 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 a clear stripper shoe. And I had she just worn an elegant black shoe, this whole mm -hmm. look would have worked so much better. Yeah. And I know she was probably trying to go for what would um, approximate barefoot, but. Uh, there's so many different shoe choices that she could but have rocked that night away, made. you know? I, I don't know who um, Emma Corrin is wearing Mew Mew and Cartier. I'm glad I don't know who she is, and I hope she goes away. Emma Corrin? Yeah, and Mew Mew. I will go and grab a image of that. I just want her to go away completely. Yeah, I don't know who that is either. And I hope we um, never do, because this is a dog of an outfit, and it doesn't present well, and they look uncomfortable, and goodbye. Yeah, it doesn't definitely doesn't conform to the theme of the night. I, I don't... Mm. Yeah, I, like, maybe it has its place in a different event, but it just doesn't um, fit very well. Um, yeah, just, this one. just, just does not... Yeah. Um, oh, here's Thomas Doherty. Yes, he's he's another one that once I got past his beautiful face and delicious mouth, um, I thought he looked I, I thought he looked rather rather well, uh, stunning in his Dior. Uh, okay. And uh, um, oh, why can't I call her name? She's one of my favorite. Uh, Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh was mm -hmm. yummy last night. Mm -hmm. Such an elegant, beautiful, beautiful woman. I also liked uh, Enoch Yai, or Yay and Michael Kors. She also wore a brilliant pink, which worked brilliantly, sort of more like a magenta, on her incredibly dark, chocolatey skin. Just a beautiful silhouette. Um, another standout for me. And I think that's all I have. I, I the other, the other silly, the other silly, silly, silly moment of of the whole night, poorly executed was Bad Bunny in Burberry. Uh, yeah. It, it was dowdy. It was an ugly color. The styling choices were interesting but confusing. I feel like he was trying to say something, but he might have been on acid, and so it didn't make any sense. Well, you know, some people cope differently. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> shake in Burberry, the, the the leather outfit, brilliant, gorgeous, unexpected, and sometimes mm -hmm. these most these simple like like Venus Williams. Sometimes these incredibly classic, beautifully made, simple pieces are more memorable than all of the gaudy, gaudy in the world. Right, right. Okay, uh, it's and it's Rachel hang hanging by or. Is are we going to have another call in for Rachel? We'll or? have to have another call. And okay. so it'll be an added um, kind of um, bonus content that we'll probably release tomorrow. Um, so people can um, listen to us um, continue to dish fashion. If we, if we can get her here soon enough, she should be messaging me when she gets home. <laughs> we'll um, do it as a second bonus upload for today. Awesome. But yeah. All right. I, I don't think I have anything else to say other than the fact that I'm I'm really kind of hurt that no one called me to wear me on the red carpet at the Met Gala this year. Yeah, like uh, goals, looking at goals. a lot of these garments, I'm just like, ugh, you know, there are, there's definitely goals. You're right. I want to acknowledge um, hearing that. But at the same time, I know that there is work that I've seen 
um, in my own community from myself, just like you said, if you did ball gowns, this is what this would look like. I could see independent designers um, on the red carpet. And, you know, I think in part of our series that we began to talk about um, how important stylists are, um, particularly for things like this and um, remaining in that relevant scene and um, being coupled with kind of the lottery dream of a um, well-known celebrity you know, walking down um, a traditional red carpet in one of your garments is kind of, um, you know, high praise, number one. And two, it's kind of like a, you know, it's kind of like the princess dream that um, all um, little girls seem to have. <laughs> I want to make it there one day, damn it. And I, I'm not a stranger to the red carpet, but um, I think that that's going to be my 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 coming back, my reemergence goal is to dress somebody fabulous on the red carpet. Well, I wrote it in my notebook, so I'm going to keep your fire, feet to the fire for that one. <laughs> you don't have feet. I have hooves. <laughs> well, what's left? You no, know. <laughs> ma'am, ma'am. I'm feeding my dogs uh, raw cashews. Mama, do you want some? Ma'am. She's like, not really. Mm-mm. I'll have the Not hamburger. Today. Um, before we we end the call, I want yeah. to um, shout out a couple of things. Um, our Patreon is up. We have multiple tiers. We would appreciate some patronage. Uh, it's Advanced Fashion Disruption on Patreon. Please find us and and um, become one of our patrons at one of these tiers. I also want to mention again. Um, www.angeloffashion.com, a, an amazing project raising money and awareness for Ukrainian fashion and designers. As they are, we hope to have a lot of bonuses this week, mm-hmm. including maybe talking with her. Well, Jen Sidery. Yeah. Into it, we're trying to schedule that. And finally, I would like to remind you that our website is up in live, and sometime this next week, we're both going to start populating the shop. So you'll have little pieces of our work that you can purchase through our website. Yes, and because I'm in Denver, um, and this is something new, um, I haven't even actually talked to you about, but once a year, uh, the Denver Gem and Mineral Show comes, and there are amazing uh, jewelry designers that show at the Denver Gem and Mineral Show, and um, you'll be able to find some of the jewelry pieces that we curate um, that we think go well with the looks that we create. So... Yes, there'll be some jewelry pieces up there too. I'm sorry, I was eating nuts again. You know me; I've always got, <laughs> I've always got some nuts in my mouth. Um, that is exciting. I'm excited to hear about that. Uh, lots of exciting things, and um, we're excited to build um, this fashion business with everybody. Um, and um, want to thank everybody for listening today. Yay! Thanks, oh, Benson. I enjoyed see, talking to you. Uh, you all should let us know what you thought was that were the highlights and the low points of the Met Gala. I'd be interesting to hear what you guys have to say. Absolutely. And if you want to call in, um, you can just call in and say, um, hey, I would like to, you know, give a audio um, of my own opinion. We'd love to play it. (laughs) All right, Mama. I will talk to you and Miss Rachel later. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you again for listening. Right after this episode, you can listen to our regularly scheduled Tuesday episode right here at Advanced Fashion Disruption Podcast.